welcome to another wonderful week of the Fiber Coven Podcast. We're here to talk about yarny stuff and a little bit of witchy stuff because it is spooky season. <laughs> this will be our last podcast in October. Sad. I love October. Anyway, who are you listening to? It's me, Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And me, Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. <laughs> I almost said Kitty with a Cupcake from Kitty with a Cupcake. <laughs> and it's very chilly in both of our locations we're both all Mm -hmm. in our nice knitwear we're cozy Mm -hmm. so cozy it's sweater weather and i thrive i thrive in this i guess for news socktober's winding up it's october start some socks finish some socks we don't care talk about socks 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 forever Mm-hmm. Speaking of socks, I finished a couple. Let me see. I well, are you on I, track I, to meet all of your October goals? Yes. Well, last week I was just one heel away from finishing my witch's brew socks, and they are done. They're so cute. I love those colors. Yes. This is a pattern from Emily Kitty with a Cupcake from Kitty with a Cupcake Designs. <laughs> this one's free for fiber coven members it's available in all the usual places you find knitting patterns mm-hmm. um and they're vanilla knee highs i really like them and i did them in the sarah sanderson color way from uh, nomadic yarns and i am so excited to wear these but i kind of want to wait until the end of october so that i can take pretty pictures of all of my socks i really want to wear these yep yeah so those are all finished some good Nice and so nice. And then these I'm really excited about. I just finished this morning my painted desert socks. So these had you even started those the last time we recorded? I don't think you had. (laughs) (laughs) They were really fun and I knit them really fast. So I knit these in a Knox yarn set from yesteryear. I have no clue. She still makes these. It was a 50 gram and 100 gram kit. On her faunus base, which is a B- the BFL nylon base. Um, so the black color was sticks. This is what I had 50 grams of. And then the lavender is harbinger. I used up most of the dark sticks colorway in these. And I think um, I have a ton left of the purple. So I'm going to make another pair of socks. But it's the painted desert pattern by Sin Bikay, And I really liked it. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. These also went fast because... Um, I mean, they're a lot smaller than all the other ones I've been making. These are the only regular size socks for a uh, single digit size feet. I made, I made these for, I made them deliberately not my size, but they're still closer. I made these about a women's seven or eight. Nice. I'm going to give them to a friend. Cute. Oh, that's my friend who doesn't knit, but sometimes listens to the podcast. Shmi, if you're listening to this, I made these socks for you. And they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> they're very cute. Yeah, I, I really like the pattern. The color work was super addictive. It's this nice little geometric-y patterns. And I, I will make this one again, for sure. And I like there's a little detail on the transition to the contrast toe. There's a little color work in there, which made it feel fun. Yeah, and it like matches the bottom of the pattern on the leg, too. So it looks mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. These yeah, are definitely that- socks that you would want to wear in a very visible way because they're really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these would look really cute popping out of a low boot. Mm-hmm. I almost kind of think if I want to make them again, I would make the like for myself because I tend to wear taller boots. I would um, knit a little bit after the color work so that there was more. They could be higher up and they could be seen over the higher boots that I wear. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. 
But if you have low boots, do the pattern as is. It's perfect. It was a really good pattern. Did you finish anything this week? No, but I worked on some socks. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have these um, West Yorkshire Spinners country. Oh my gosh, and you have a full sock already. And I have a full sock already. This was the sock that I deliberated over last episode, whether I should just get past the heel so I could knit on the foot during Dune. And I did Mm -hmm. do that thing. That's why I have a whole sock. Mm -hmm. This is the pheasant colorway of the Mm -hmm. country birds. And I think it's really fun to knit with because it just goes through Mm -hmm. kind of like a muted rainbow of colors and then some like black and white fake feral stripes. Mm -hmm. And I think they look classy. Mm -hmm. I do too. And then I'm on the leg of the second sock. Nice. Nice. So I I probably won't finish these in Socktober, but you know, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not a crazy person on a sock death march like me. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I've been on, this is like quite the sock march for me. I was thinking mm-hmm. that like before I came to visit you, I just finished a pair of socks for my dad that I started, I think around Christmas time and didn't the finish. The blue ones. Yeah. And didn't finish until like May. So I've been mm-hmm. like quite on the sock kick compared to the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. It's partially because of the waxing moon shawl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Finally being done. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are my socks. What mm-hmm. did you work on? More socks? Do you have more socks yes. happening? I'm mainly been working. I you know, so I cranked out a pair of colorwork socks, and I did some good work on my uh, two at a time socks. They now oh, have heels. You're past the heel. I am past the heel. I got that done yesterday while I was uh, binge watching Netflix. Um, so yeah, I got past the heel. It took a long time to get, uh, into and through the heel because it was the increase section you can see here. And I, I knit these on a very, I knit these on size zeros and my, the foot stitch count is 80 stitches. So I was up to 120 stitches around. It's like, Ooh, and then I'm so happy to be through the heels. I think I will be able to jam through the legs of these in the next few days, hopefully. But yeah. I believe in you. I like the, uh, you can really see the fade going on in these. Yeah, they're nice. They're very deserty mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sh- I'm like, oh, I should do some more double knit sock blanks, but I make all these sock blanks and nobody wants them. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, I made more sock blanks this week because <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop. They're so fun. <laughs> that's that's what I've been working on. You have anything else you're working on? Yes. I also have been working quite a bit on my crochet blanket. Mm-hmm. which I will pull out because I've mentioned it a couple times and not pulled it out. So here it is. It's a big crochet blanket. It's very much your colors. Lots of purples and pinks and greens. Yeah. I mean, it's scraps. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's gonna just accidentally be all the colors I like because, hey, that's the colors of yarn I buy. <laughs> um, so that's working out nicely. I think mm-hmm. since I last showed it to you, I've got past like I was here ish mm-hmm. and I put scraps from the truchet triangle in for a mm-hmm. couple rows and then there's just like some random bits there's bits of uh the waxing moon shawl in here I think this is some strawberry moon and mm-hmm. uh you know there's like really random scraps in here there's some scraps that I like don't even know what they are because they're so small or old um mm-hmm. this green is actually part of the bifrost mist 
Oh, um, fun. Yes. Uh, that's fun because it like does the color transitions throughout the row. Oh, yeah. That's super cute. Yeah. Um, I love it. So I've, I've just been working on this one. I want to feel cozy, basically. I kind of mm-hmm. am missing my mitered square stri- scrap blanket that I finished this year. Like, I definitely. Start another one. I'm really tempted to, honestly. <laughs> I, like, seriously, a few times I've been like, oh, like, normally right now I would be like, I'm going to knit a square. But, like, I don't have any squares to knit. And that makes me sad. So, yeah, I might do that. But as of right now, I've just been, like, working on this when I feel like that. But the bad thing about this is. I can't really crochet without looking at my hands like I can knit without looking at my hands. I think Mm -hmm. I could probably train myself to be better about it, but I'm just not there yet. Mm -hmm. So I can't like watch something that I really like when we watch Dune tonight with friends and I really want to watch the cool visuals. I Mm -hmm. can't work on this because I can't see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. that blanket friend you put my hook away Mm -hmm. and then the other thing i have worked on a bit is the lace shawl that i'm knitting for my mom that you'll beaded one the beaded one that was in timeout for a bit because i messed up the charts because i'm designing the charts for it Mm -hmm. and it's big and it's Mm -hmm. an amount of stitches that i don't even really want to calculate across Mm -hmm. right now so it does take me more than an episode of rebels to knit a row at this point i believe it but here here's where we are some like floral florally biz Mm -hmm. going on there yeah yeah um so i have i think i'm on row 15 of this chart and i think it's a 20 row chart and then the next chart Mm -hmm. is the beaded chart so I have a mm-hmm. bit to go before beads and then it's bead time and I haven't beaded anything in forever. So are you, I hate to say this, are you going to try to give it, to get it done before end of year gifting? So it was supposed to be her birthday present for this year because <laughs> mm-hmm. it was a round number birthday. I don't know. It, it didn't go it's well okay. when I gave myself a time limit last time. So <laughs> mm. I'm just it's trying okay. to get it done. I, I, I have many projects like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty though. I'm excited to see when you start beating on it. it I want to want to do more beads yeah Maybe i'm excited do your to pattern. do beads and i am i have the itch to design a cabled pattern and i have a few yarns in my stash that i bought like because i wanted to do cables with them mm-hmm. but i might make a chart but i'm not gonna let myself work on it until i finish this because like mm-hmm. complicated cables and lace are a very similar mm-hmm. portion of my knitting life so mm-hmm but it's cold sense. and I want to make cables. I know. I know. Did you acquire anything this week? Oh, yes. I know you did. I did. And it's something that Lauren is getting too, but hers isn't there yet. I will acquire it later. Yes. So we both backed the Yokayochi tarot deck on Ooh. Kickstarter by Boobo Plague. It has a really mm-hmm. classy box with some like nice Japanese like print inspired waves in gold Mm -hmm. um and it has this fun little like ghost man on the back Mm -hmm. so yeah really classy box I also Mm -hmm. uh got the um 
like wrap bag mm-hmm. cloth thing because I just thought it was like really cute. It's and really I like cute. I should have got that. I like to. <laughs> s- I bet she'll sell it in her shop. Um, mm-hmm. But I like to like lay down an altar cloth to do readings mm-hmm. on because it makes it feel like official and fancy. So I thought it'd be mm-hmm. nice to, I have the matching one for a different one of my decks. So I thought it'd be nice to have the matching one so it can be matchy matchy. Mm-hmm. And it's also nice for when I take tarot pictures for our favorite coven Instagram to have the little mm-hmm. cloth to put things on. Yeah. So I got that cloth and it's nice. It feels nice and like silky. It's, it's like mm-hmm. a nice texture mm-hmm. and the box opens like that like boxes do yeah <laughs> well some of them have like the flappy top and it's not the flappy oh. top mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has a little tiny book mm-hmm. oh it is very wee it's very small it's a very teeny tiny book um, mm-hmm. but I think it's nice because the descriptions of the cards they have the Japanese character for Mm -hmm. what the creature or the yokai is and then Mm -hmm. it just kind of like a really short description of what that thing is and it's not what the card is it's what the yokai is so i think Mm -hmm. that's nice because i i don't know all of them this is one i Mm had i just flipped and saw temperance which is kappa And it Mm -hmm. says, reptilian water beasts often treated as gods. They're prone to violence and mischief, but if left offerings are much more sociable. So Mm -hmm. that's nice because if you know your tarot meanings already, then you can kind of see what the like additional meaning is from like what the yokai creature is. And if Mm -hmm. you aren't familiar with yokai, it's like traditional Japanese folklore, like ghosts and stuff. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I highly, we were joking about this before we started recording, but it's it's likely that some of the cold corner topics will be Japanese folklore <laughs> once yeah, we both have our hands on this deck. For sure. There's lots of good stories and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is what the back of the card looks like. And this is honestly oh, one of my wow. favorite parts of this deck. It's just like a blank moon in the middle mm-hmm. on a black background and there's really nice like swirling smoke slash clouds in like a mm-hmm. grayish color um, it's so pretty oh it's the sun <laughs> very uh, nice yes so i think this deck is cool because oh, i have the fool on the back here too all of the drawings were done on like traditional rice paper so they have mm-hmm. like a really nice quality to the lines because of that mm-hmm. It's super pretty. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sweet. Oh, here's the Kappa that I read the description for. Mm-hmm. There he is. He's got some cups in a river. He's a little Kappa man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So it's like a little bit creepy and dark. It's definitely the darkest deck that I have, but mm-hmm. I think it's, it's really pretty and I'm excited to learn more yokai that I don't know. I definitely know some of them mm-hmm. from like animes and stuff that I've watched, but I, there's like obscure ones in here and like little known ones. So it's, it's going to be a fun time. I think I'm so excited to learn more because I only know like the Japanese folklore that's like for children like I I only grew up hearing about like the little peach boy and things like that like they're the more uh, child friendly ones yeah lots of them are like dark like like fairy tales from any culture they're like right don't do this thing it's scary <laughs> yeah no it's definitely like the difference between like modern ta- like modern fairy tales and like the original ones the original grim fairy tales are grim 
But yeah, so I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be fun to play Mm -hmm. with. It's fun to get a new deck. Mm -hmm. And this kind of transitions into our occult corner topic. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about tarot, um, the court cards a little bit. We're going to talk about what um, we're going to talk about pages today. So we're going to talk about in general what pages mean. Yeah, so this is going to be a little like ongoing tarot series like we've done in the past when we did suits where we're going to talk. We'll probably do it like we do um, the other ones where every other week we go -hmm. back to one of these. So the court cards are a whole mini set of cards basically within the tarot deck Uh, and they're Mm -hmm. part of the pip cards, but they're a little bit different and special. And some people believe that court cards always represent people in your life. That's like a way to read them. I think it depends on what question you're asking, what they mm-hmm. can represent, and it's up to you to figure out the meaning. And it could be a person, but it could also be about you or about an event or about something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that pages are the ones that aren't in a standard deck of playing cards because you have knights, kings, and queens um, in a standard deck of playing cards, but the pages are unique to the tarot. Yeah. I'm- I don't know. I think they're just kind of like the the beginning of the court cards. And I like that they, uh, I feel like they're kind of hopeful almost because pages symbolize uh, youth. They could be like you said, a youthful person or someone, you know, at the beginning of their learning with less experience. But I think it's interesting too, that some decks call them scholars. So it could be that that really gets back to the idea of learning. But aside from just people, I think pages their role in like medieval society was as a means of communication. Mm-hmm. So it could also be a communication about whatever questions you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. And so tarot is all like all the different sections of cards in the tarot deck are a journey, right? There's the long journey of the major arcana, and then there's the journey mm-hmm. of the pip cards. And then the court cards are kind of their own little mini jury journey from page mm-hmm. to knight to queen to king. So mm-hmm. it's it's the beginning of that journey. It's new. Mm-hmm. And that's like where you get the youthful idea. They typically symbolize a new stage of life. And like you said, they're like about giving news or a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to think of the page as a student. I definitely understand why decks decide to just call them the scholar. Um, Mm -hmm. because that totally fits with their vibe. They're all inexperienced, but they're excited and full of possibilities. Um, Mm -hmm. And each page is enthusiastic about their subject, which will be like what the suit they represent. Um, Mm -hmm. And in the Smith-Waite deck, they're all holding their symbols uh, up high. And in three out of four cards, they're gazing at their symbol. Mm -hmm. the swords it's like up and behind him but yeah being a student is like a positive thing because you could Mm -hmm. learn a bunch but there's also the aspect that if you don't put in more work after being a student uh that that like energy could go to waste and like it's just the beginning there's still more to do yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and we did uh we did dig uh the pages out of our favorite decks so I mainly use the Marigold deck, which is all very skeleton-y. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. They're a little, honestly, the Page of Swords is a little, a little creepy. It's a, a skeletal torso with a tiny sword hanging over it. But I like this one. It's kind of uh, talks to the idea of, I don't know, it feels like a mini sword of Damocles to me. 
This is the page of swords in the Smith weight. Nice. Nice. Yep. He does things. He what does suit things. is next that we're showing off? We could do pentacles because that's what's in my hand. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, I like that one. It's very earthy and green. Yeah. Figure. Yeah. It makes sense. Pentacles is the earth suit. This one has the figure gazing at the thing in question from the marigold. It mm-hmm. kind of just is what it is. Lots of circles. 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 I don't know. Do we need to go through all of them? Probably not. Like could talk about meanings more so than showing them because audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) so do you know that each court card archetype corresponds to an element so this is how a lot of people read court cards so they'll for example pages is earth um so they will read uh like the page of wands earth of fire or the page of pentacles earth of earth earth double earth interesting yeah so it's just another way to incorporate the elements we'll talk about this more when we talk about the other court cards but uh generally pages are earth knights are fire or air people flip Mm -hmm. the knight Mm -hmm. and the king meaning on that uh queens are Mm -hmm. water and kings are Mm -hmm. air or fire Mm -hmm. i like to think of knights as fire and kings as air personally but choose your own adventure i mean that's what paganism is all about Mm -hmm. is choosing your own adventure i really like it so i have the supernatural uh, they did some uh funny ones the one i think makes the most sense is the page of swords was the character kevin he was a, a uptight neurotic high school student in the show they had the oh my gosh ghost facers were the page of pentacles and they were just the most comical characters they were just like hapless guys who in the entire show you were like how are they still alive how have they not got murdered yet everybody gets murdered he's like Hapless ghost hunters. It was really sweet. Yeah. And then for the page of cups was uh, their hapless fangirl co- uh, character, Becky. It was just like, oh, yeah. You guys really don't think much of us fans, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it cracks me up. Yeah. So I really enjoyed like the humor of this supernatural tarot deck. I don't use it as much as my miracle, but it, it cracks me up. I had uh, in- meanings written down for individual, for each of the cards yeah. if you wanted to chat about that yeah let's do it all right i have page of wands up first mm-hmm. tell me about the page of wands uh so the page of wands can represent inspiration and creativity uh because mm-hmm. wands uh if mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to our previous series on the different suits go back and check that out it could symbolize new creative interests or a development mm-hmm. of creative skills it could represent a desire to learn by doing mm-hmm. and if you're taking it to be people or if it fits a spot for people in a spread that you're doing it could be an artist in your life or a creative person in your life and uh, kind of the duality of this card is it could mean that you need to learn patience because wands are all about like quick inspiration. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. It's it's interesting. The additional nuances aside from just the suit. Very cool. Bring on the next one. <laughs> uh, Page of Cups. A very jovial character. Is that? Yeah. They're very jovial. In the Smith Waite deck, there is a cup in their hand and a fish is popping out, looking like it's maybe having a chat with them. And it could represent emotional and spiritual opportunities, intuition and fresh perspective. 
it could be self-care and healing. Uh, mm. And if it represents a person, it could be a new romantic relationship or just a new relationship in general, connections. Mm-hmm. And the duality of this card is it could represent naivete in terms of mm-hmm. like emotional or romantical things. In the terms of a new relationship, because it's a page, do you think it uh, suggests someone that like it's more of a mentor mentee relationship? Definitely it could. It's uh, like Mm -hmm. depending on what you're asking or what's going on. I definitely Mm -hmm. could get that vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it depends on whether you're the page or the page is somebody else. Mm -hmm. But I feel like pages in general speak to a difference in experience, be it you know, depending on who it is between the two people in question, yourself and the other person. Yeah. Pentacles. Mm-hmm. Very uh, nice. Pentacles are, are all about physical stuff. So a new mm-hmm. venture or career, making a change and just like your daily life or routine, working towards stability, wealth and success. Uh, but mm-hmm. as long as you're willing to work hard because pages are at the start of a journey it represents the opportunity for wealth and success, but you got to keep working. So like learning mm-hmm. determination is a message of this card. Yeah. I've seen also too, that the page of pentacles could be good news about money, but, but I agree with what you said. It's more news about an opportunity than winning the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's a good way to view things in general, because I kind of feel like any spirituality uh, be it new agey or organized religion that says like money is just going to come to you magically or like anything is just going to come to you magically is silly. That's not how things work. <laughs> That's not how the world works. <laughs> and then last up, we have the page of swords. Uh, mm-hmm. So the page of swords is all about new ideas and learning facts, information, uh, communicating. This could represent an actual student in your life, like someone who mm-hmm. is going to school and mental discipline and restraint are also part of this card. You can see he in the Smithway, he looks like he's ready to act and like think mm-hmm. a message that you can take from this card is to like not overpower people with your ideas. <laughs> mm-hmm. The page of swords is a real student student because if a page is a scholar and swords are logic. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real philosopher, a young mm-hmm. philosopher there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Speaking of philosophers, my partner's a bit of a philosopher. This general tarot thing will will make you laugh. I drew the two of swords the other day and I'm like, I didn't feel too swordsy. I'm like, how you doing, babe? <laughs> He's like talking about a major life decision. And I was like, that's what I thought. <laughs> and he's like, well, what does it say I should do? And I'm like, ha, 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 you're Lol. funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I told him. Because the two of, two of swords uh, is somebody blindfolded holding a sword in each hand. And I was like, uh, I guess it tells you to make sure your eyes are open and to use logic. <laughs> Yeah. Indecision, the card. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that cracked me up. So funny. And then I have my uh, Anima Mundi tarot deck. And actually Mm -hmm. the Page of Pentacles is one of my favorite cards in this deck, which is just Mm -hmm. a little wee squirrel sitting on a stump, enjoying a little nut. I think it's nice. The nice little creature comforts. It really is. That's the perfect little image 
for that concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of these are really nice. There's an otter swimming with some nice mm-hmm. little like leaves for cups, salamander for wands, mm-hmm. and a monarch. Nice. Um, and it's specifically a monarch emerging from its cocoon for the wands, nice. which is nice. Yay. Yeah, I like, I like the pages. I think they're fun. I think it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to think about how they differ from the aces of the uh, yeah. tarot because yeah. like, they're both like new beginnings, but mm-hmm. in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, um, the fact that it's like a scholar or a messenger kind of implies a little more agency rather than just thought and inspiration mm-hmm. or introspection. Yeah. That's super cool. What a fun discussion. Yay. Sweet. Are, are we ready to move on to a wee bit of a shameless self-promotion before we wrap things up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you want to do first? <laughs> uh, why don't you do your sock blanks and then the okay. pre-orders and that will be a nice transition. Yes. Okay, cool. So I'm going to be having an update on Halloween at 9 a.m. Pacific and I dyed more sock blanks because I can't help myself and I'm re- really enjoying Shira right now. So I did a glimmer inspired colorway and it's just uh, pinky, pinky purple blues with turquoise and purple speckles. It's my it's favorite really, things. It's all of my favorite yes. things. Yes. And this is going to be on my Stellina base, my shimmer base. Of course it's glimmer. She sparkles. I'm going to have more Mermista. This is one of the only ones that sold out. So I made more. It's nice. Very sea-like. Mm-hmm. Tonal, like blue-green, speckles of yellow and black, and splashes of darker blues. It turned out nice. I have a new She-Ra character that I did. Is Double Trouble. Yay! They're one of my favorite characters in the later season. So this one is different shades of green and splashes of black with some yellowy speckles. And I have this on shimmer and that sock. And these are all single knit sock blanks this go around. I did a really subtle one inspired by all the quartz that my sweetie brings home for me. And it's just kind of off white with kind of like warm pinky tones and some kind of like light peachy tones and because it's me a little bit of grunge I think it would be fun to use that for color work too Mm -hmm. yeah it's a really nice light color I think it's pretty I'll have this on shimmer and matte sock or if you want to do some cable socks it would show off some cables nice some textures yeah so a cabled sock yarn hat Mm -hmm. Do I, should I send you a glimmer sock blanks that you can make a cable sock yarn hat? Very oh, tempted. you already have one. These, that would be really good for your, um, autumn equinox collection. You'd show off the cable. Oh yeah. Cause you already have done. Uh-huh. Be things. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I have, I'm calling it galaxy far, far away. This one was sent by, uh, I got an inspiration picture from our one of our coven members it was a space scene from the bad batch and it had this planet in the background that was kind of like had some purpley yellowy tones to it so i kind of riffed off of that so this one's very nebula-esque lots it's mainly black and blue black with um little background bits of yellowies and purplies and i'll have this one on that sock and my shimmer base as well very nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And then also pre-orders are up for the power of the full moon. I have lots of options for, for that. So you can get just the mini skeins. You can get just the mini skeins plus a full skein of the complimentary colorway Artemis, or you can get the full, you can get 13 full skeins. A lot of skeins. (laughs) Yes, I am definitely kind of in the Etsy app is being a little fussy with me about it. So if you want to order the minis and it's not showing up, please let me know. They are definitely still available, but I am working out the kinks. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, and tell us about the patterns. Related to that, I have a pattern that released this week that goes with the Power of the Full Moon Club minis. And it is my pattern that I designed to work with advent calendars so it is a uh, modular shawl that you knit in short row garter wedges that are really potato chippy and nice to knit uh i've mm-hmm. been working on these all year as you know <laughs> if you listen to the podcast so i made two of them in one year i knit a total of 36 wedges and i wasn't like totally wanting to like end all knitting forever so i think that means it's a fun <laughs> pattern um i agree this is the half circle version and I'm trying, I'm not spoiling the uh, quarter four power of the full moon club uh, right now, but if you have 12 mini skeins there, this is for 20 gram mini skeins, you can make a half circle. Uh, so if you have a half mm-hmm. admin calendar, or if you want to get the power of the full moon club mini set, you could make this whole shawl with that. And mm-hmm. I have a twisted edge border option that you can make which is just like a Mm -hmm. nice little cabled edge to give your shawl a pretty finished look Mm -hmm. and then I also have the big version which is a full circle of 24 mini skeins so if you're getting a full 24 advent calendar this is the perfect pattern for it and it Mm -hmm. is huge I'm sitting right now we did a live earlier. Check out our Instagram if you want to see different ways of wearing it. Uh, check mm-hmm. out the Ravelry if you want to see different ways of wearing it. But it's massive. It is a schlanket. It's huge. It is so lovely to wear. Yeah, it's really nice to wear because it is the full circle, but the ends are open like a Pac-Man or a pie. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can really drape it over your shoulders and it like stays put really nice. It's like wearing a big, lovely cape. And I do have another border option included in the pattern, which is the Tides Lace border that you can make Mm -hmm. with a full skein, which is why there is the Artemis full skein mini option for full skein mini Artemis full skein option for the mini skein set that Lauren has, because you can do the lace on either the 12 or the 24 um, Mm -hmm. shawl. So if you want a nice lace. I love how versatile the pattern is. So you you have two different stitch count options for the wedges. So you could make it a little shorter or a little longer, depending on the variables of your mini skeins and how you like to use them and your gauge all put together. And there's options for whether you want to do the half circle or the full. And there's two different border options, which I think is so amazing. So you could essentially make, was it four different shawls from one pattern? It mm-hmm. would all be different. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. Yes, it is very exciting. So that is available for $7 on my Ravelry and my pay hip. So if you would like to get that, jump on it. Um, It is on sale through Halloween for 10% off. So if you're watching the YouTube of this, you could get it for 10% off. But if you're listening on the audio that already ended, 
sorry. But yeah, mm-hmm. get it in time so you can check it out and look at the pattern before your advent calendar gets here. Um, if you're mm-hmm. not sure what you're going to knit with that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's it for us. If you are looking to find any of these products we just talked about, head over to fibercoven.com where you can find all of our stuff linked. And we'd love to have you be a member of our Patreon. We have a really awesome group of discard discord folks and uh, all our coven members are lovely. We'd love to have you join them. So uh, until next week, coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.